0: Hello everyone, I'm Sophia and I'm Anan and this is the Mental Health UK podcast.
1: For this podcast series we're exploring the five ways to well-being.
0: The five ways to well-being are a set of five areas which are key to improving our mental health.
1: They're geared around the themes of social connectedness, physical activity, awareness, learning and giving. On this episode of our Five Ways to Wellbeing series, we're focusing on the theme of connectivity. Connection is about relating to one another and feeling understood. It's about speaking to the people in your life, be it friends, family, colleagues or neighbours. It's about building new connections to expand your circles, whether that's at work, school or in the local community. Think of these as the cornerstones in your life and invest time in developing them. Fostering these connections will support and enrich your everyday. My guest today is Helen Garnham, who is head of equalities in the community mental health team at Rethink Mental Illness one of Mental Health UK's four founding charities. Over the course of the podcast, we'll discuss why social connectedness is so important to our mental health, and Helen will be telling us about some exciting work happening right now in Somerset to innovate place-based care. Helen, welcome and thanks for joining us.
0: Hi, thanks so much. It's great to be here.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about your background and the work the Community Mental Health Unit and Rethink Mental Wellness, does?
0: Yeah, thanks. So um, I've actually moved from Rethink from um, working in central government, So previously I spent um, seven years at Public Health England and when I was at Public Health England I was doing a variety of roles but all um, based on public mental health. So I was um, National Suicide Prevention Lead for quite a long time and part of that role was um, encouraging local authorities to develop suicide prevention plans and also um, supporting people bereaved by suicide um, because we know that obviously it's very complex grief that can come from from being bereaved by suicide, so it's really important that we do um, give good support to to those people. And then after that, I was working to improve the lives of people with severe mental illness. Um, So it's a a terrible inequality that people with um, severe mental illness die about 15 to 20 years earlier than the general population. So it's really something that we all need to do something about. Um, And that leads me to the new new unit. And um, as you said, I'm going to talk about the work on Somerset um, in a bit. But um, what what we're trying to do in the new unit is transform services around people with mental illness and particularly people with severe mental illness. So um, to give you an example, someone with an eating disorder, um, they may need specialist services, but they may need to get to really low weight before they can get them. by then they've obviously got really unwell Um, so what we're looking to do is to transform that so that when people need help they can get it when they need it Um, and and for example people with bipolar they may be very well sometimes and very unwell and they need to be able to have support again when they need it Um, and it's more than just services it's housing it's employment it's debt you know it's it's all very well giving therapy but if you live in a cold house and or a crowded house or we don't have a job you know you you need that support really as much as you need the therapy Um, and and also it's all about so importantly about co-production so the work we're doing in the unit is just totally grounded in um, the lives of of how people live and what they want and so often we just assume what people want and just do it to them and it's about asking them what works for you Um, And and this is based on, so the NHS has um, put hundreds of millions of pounds in the next three years to transform services. And um, most, all places in England will get this money. And so our um, role is to support them, to kind of really make the most of this money and to innovate. And
1: you've mentioned a lot there around um, the kind of role of institutions, organisations, services to really... um to really be person-centred, to better support someone's mental health or someone that's living with a severe mental illness. What's the role of sort of social connectedness in all of this and why is it important for a person's mental health on, a, on an individual basis?
0: I mean it's so important, it's important for all of us, you know, the social bonds that we make, they give us a sense of belonging, um, a sense of, of value, connection, meaning um, and they affirm our status and self-worth, so it's important for people with severe mental illness but it's also important for all of us um and and it's also um it's so important for health and well-being but it's actually is quality not quantity so people can have lots and lots of relationships but if they don't have that sense of meaning and value then they can still be very lonely um and and talking obviously loneliness is the other side of the coin of social connectedness we know that um Research shows that loneliness can be as bad for your physical health as smoking. So this is really important stuff. And social connection, some people think, you know, maybe it's more important for elder people. But this is important for people of all ages, all backgrounds, you know, young people, poor people, rich people. We all need this to, to enrich our life and give us meaning.
1: And we we, we sort of trailed it at the start of the episode, but there's an exciting piece of work um, that your team is currently doing to connect key organisations in order to better reach and support people in rural parts of the UK, such as Somerset. Can you tell us a bit more about that now?
0: Yeah, so it's it's really exciting. Um, There's lots of things where services say no wrong door, and and it's about wherever you enter the system, you are welcomed and you don't have to go through long kind of referral weeks, because... Being referred to other services can take a long time and, and having to retell your story again and again can actually be quite traumatic. So um, it's, it's actually really important that wherever you enter the system, you, you, you are just part of one. It is a holistic wraparound to what you need. And as we said earlier, it's, it's not just about services, it's about connection, um, employment, housing, etc. So um, what, what they did in Somerset was exactly this. So Wherever you entered the so-called system, so GD, NHS, charities, you would you would be connected up, and you wouldn't be um, referred. It would be a warm handover, and and the help the professional would do that work. It wasn't up to you to find your way through the system. So um, that's like really exciting, and you know, obviously, we're talking about social connection, and there's some really great work that's been going on there. So um, Spark UK. Um, set up something called spark a change which is um it's a volunteering platform and especially during the pandemic they wanted to reach out to people so they got volunteers to do things it could be as simple as going for a walk with someone or teaching them to cook or helping them with their cv but they would um, kind of offer the skills they had to um to help them so, and, and the nice thing about this is that volunteering is actually really good for our mental health as well. It's actually another one. Giving is actually another one of the, the five ways to well-being. So um, that was just a really nice thing that joins up people in society. Um, during the pandemic, Age UK did um, a really nice scheme called Friendly Visitors. So because people couldn't go um, physically to their centres anymore, um, they arranged for people to go to people either on their doorsteps or to ring them. Um, And the nice thing about this is that sometimes you get offered six sessions of something, but this was unlimited and it was totally flexible. So if you wanted someone to bring you at the same time every day for a year, that was fine. If you just wanted to get a call whenever you needed it, that was good too. Um, So that that was really nice kind of flexible change due to the lockdown. And then um, something else that... um, rethink and well the the ecosystem did as they call it um is they gave micro grants to charities so um especially small charities so it can be really hard for small charities to like do all the paperwork to get the grant so they just kind of made it very easy to get up to fifteen thousand pounds to do things in the community so they set up things like um art clubs and knit and chat and ecotherapy and things like that which which is a really nice thing to do so yeah so lo- lots of different things that um that were happening there and continue to happen there that, that are just really good to bring the community together
1: well that's incredible and um a really good example of wraparound services for people and and equally as well you talk about the, the sort of dual benefit there and you know this is a podcast about the five ways well-being and there's been a massive you know appetite for people to give and to support in the community because of COVID. it's one is I guess it's one positive it's about COVID-19 actually I mean obviously um there's been a lot of people that have been made very aware of the fact we, we sort of entered a physical health crisis and it's drawn light on a, on a sort of mental health crisis that was existing in the country anyway, but it's kind of been exacerbated by the pandemic. What effects has COVID-19 had on people who were already living with a mental illness in terms of their social connectivity?
0: Yeah, it, it's really interesting. There's less on social connectivity and more on loneliness, which is obviously the other side of it. And um, Public Health England research that has been done has shown that, If you were well-connected before, you're basically even more connected now. Um, If you were lonely before, then you're probably lonelier now. And this is particularly the case for people with severe mental illness. Uh, Well, just mental illness generally, actually. Um, So that's something that's really concerning. Um, I mean, there have been positives. So um, in Somerset, the peer groups, it's, it's rural. And so it can be quite a long way. Maybe to drive to see people. So some people have found that really helpful to be able to kind of connect online and have seen each other um, even more. But I mean, it's something that we really do need to be aware of that, you know, a lot of people have really struggled and, you know, and are still struggling. And the NHS is doing its best to provide services. But I think we all have a role here to kind of look out for our friends and neighbours and family. Um, and, and make sure they're okay at the moment.
1: Uh, some might say the pandemic's encouraged us to reconnect with others digitally, while some may argue that it's exacerbated digital exclusion in society. Um, what's your view or is it, is it just not quite as black and white as a yes or no?
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, it's been mixed. Um, for some people it's been great and you know and it, the NHS has found in some cases that you know people have really liked having therapy online uh, that's been really good for them and um, made it much more flexible and they some people prefer it especially if you have something like agoraphobia um, it can be quite helpful um, and then obviously for a lot of people they're working more flexibly they don't have to commute so you know there have been some really good positive sides of it but you know Digital exclusion is a very serious thing at the moment. Somerset um, did a really good thing here where with the micro grants that I mentioned earlier, they actually use them to buy laptops and mobile phones for people that couldn't afford it and help them to use it. That's kind of something that's a really good thing to think about. Uh, but there's also, you know, I said about therapy, and a lot of people don't want to um, online. And also, not everyone has that space and that privacy. You know, if you're in a crowded household, and you know, especially perhaps you're young, you may not feel able to do freely. So, so it is, it's an important thing that, that we do need to be aware of.
1: Um, and so you mentioned sort of the good, the good things that have come out and the positives. I mean, what do we need to sort of focus on and really harness as we come out of lockdown and begin to reconnect with others you know people are talking about the new normal but what what needs to exist within the new normal when we reconnect
0: I think um I think we need to like just take it slowly and be easy on ourselves I think you know and and acknowledge and talk to each other if we do find it difficult I think a lot of people are going to find it difficult some people are going to be there to go and that's great um but it's okay to just build up like once a week maybe meet up with someone twice a week that's perfectly OK. You know, we've been isolated for a long time now physically. And so it's it's normal for us to take some time to adjust again. Um, so that, that's the advice I would give. And also, um, I mean, I personally have found going out and seeing people again very tiring. So I would mm. say if you have arranged to meet people, then have have a break.
1: Yeah, no, I, I second that. I think it, um, it's quite exhausting having plans again, isn't it? Well, thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, we're, we're literally at the end of the sort of, sort of chat now. There's just a couple of really quick fire questions Um, in the spirit of it being a podcast series on the five ways to well-being. We just want you to complete the following two sentences. Question number one, I relax by dot dot dot.
0: Yeah, take taking my dog out. Definitely. It, um. It gets me out, it gets me into green spaces, um, it gives me time to think. And um, on the theme of connection, when you have a dog, everyone talks to you. So that's nice. (laughs) And sometimes I go for a walk. With friends with her as well so it's just a really nice thing to do
1: it is it's such a sociable thing is it um is it a lockdown dog or
0: no no there's total um disapproval about lockdown puppies isn't there no we actually we actually got her last january so she's not a lockdown she was almost a lockdown
1: (laughs) (laughs) what type of breed is she
0: labradoodle she's a labradoodle called gracie asleep Um, behind me
1: amazing that's amazing um and finally (laughs) what What is the best piece of wellbeing advice you've been given?
0: I think, I think it's, well, it probably goes back to what I was saying before. Um, Take it slowly, you know, like if you want to start physical activity, don't think you need to be running a 5K, like a brisk walk if you're doing nothing is brilliant and um because sometimes I feel like I try and do things that are good for me and then I feel guilty that I haven't done enough and then it doesn't end up being good for me so just take it really slowly and just acknowledge what you've done and um you know if you're doing nothing then something is brilliant um and I you know I think that's what really helps me
1: well that's a perfect piece of advice to end on um Helen I'm afraid that's the the end of the end of our time um I'd love to chat more about this I'm sure we will um in the coming weeks and months um but for now, thank you so much for sharing your time and thoughts with us and joining us for the for the episode. Um, yes, take care.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Are you feeling inspired to get involved with our Five Ways to Wellbeing campaign? Head to mentalhealth-uk.org forward slash five ways to find out more.
0: If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear the rest of our Five Ways to Wellbeing series, visit mentalhealth-uk.org forward slash podcasts. Or you can find us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts.
1: And until next time,
0: we encourage you to choose one of the five waves a day and keep on living your best possible lives.